listening to Clifford Kelly on Straight Truth Radio, the podcast. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the Straight Truth Radio Podcast, the place where the lip of truth endures forever. I am your host, Clifford Kelly. Thank you for tuning in here where we are trying to just make, um, uh, bring an understanding to end time events, bring an understanding to end time events. We want to thank you again for tuning in. Um, please uh, forgive me as I'm trying to uh, do a couple things here at the same time. Um, oh, what's going on here? Have a little problem here, a little technical issue. Um, we're trying to uh, go right ahead though um, with the issue. Anyway, um, again, here we're, we're just trying to bring understanding to end time events. We want to thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we're going right into this episode here. We had a guest. That was supposed to be joining us this evening. This uh, episode we're calling uh, he, the continuing discussion about the Hebrew Israelites. How dangerous is this doctrine? Um, however, um, we're having a little problem uh, with that issue, and so um, if they show up, then uh, with in, in 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 a certain time period, then we will continue with that discussion. If not. We'll just move on, and we'll probably call this episode, um, this will be a, sh- a shortened episode. We want to thank you for, you see our contact information below, whether it be um, the email address, these our social media sites, or um, our podcast page. Um, we want to thank you again for your for tuning in and, and your viewership and your listenership. We want to thank you again. So again, we're talking about the Hebrew Israelites, and um, and whether or not this is a dangerous doctrine. Um, when I uh, when I when when I when I frequently have deal with this, or as I was uh, coming up in the ministry, a young minister coming up in the ministry, and you probably have heard this. Uh, story at least that we um we would um always have the issue uh when people challenge you uh about the faith you know the word of god tells tells us that um we have to give an answer for that hope that lies within and so uh, a lot of times i would deal with the issue of um this uh white man's religion or blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, um, uh, Jesus and, and all of that. And I would have to, I would be hearing that again from a lot of, um, our, uh, brothers who served, um, in Islam or who, who were Muslim. And so, um, which kind of struck me as odd. Um, I, I know I've seen the pictures, um, I saw a lot of the pictures that, you know, the, 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 there's the portrait of the, of the, um, the last supper, uh, uh, in the Bibles that we have that, that have been printed that have the, that have the different illustrations in them. And you see 
the pictures of Jesus, it is always someone of a um somewhat a savior of a lighter hue. Um however when I you know when I, and I I personally never paid a lot of attention to it. I didn't let that uh begin to fog my identity or my thought process around what was the the, the the main purpose of the Savior. I didn't let, notice what I said. I never allowed the person of or the picture that I saw, I never allowed that to fog the viewpoint of the purpose of who it is that we're supposed to serve and worship. So it, it, it wasn't about whether Jesus was white or black. I saw the pictures and all of that, but I thought about what the work, I thought about the work that he did, the purpose of what he had done, which was he saved us for our sins, from our sins. He went on the cross. Um, 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 he, he, he held death captive. He had the keys of death and hell. And so I didn't allow that to um, change or fog, you know, what I thought about Christ, a, 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 a picture or illustration of what people said he looked like. Um, so whenever someone came to me with a blonde hair, blue eyed uh, argument, um, a European gospel argument, I mean, the only thing I could do is point to the scripture. I mean, my Bible doesn't say that. When you, I don't see any European countries in 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 the scripture. So, uh, so I I just I I held fast to the scripture, and so that excuse me. So that usually um, took care of all of that. But then, um, when I in these latter years, I began to see that there's another force, another argument out there, something else that, that, that is happening. And that being, um, this, um, this, this, this problem with, um, the Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites. And so, um, so when I say that I'm looking at the fact that, um, a lot of times, oh, I got two things going on. Please forgive me for what we're doing. We're trying to get something going here. And so, um, so when the, 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 the idea of the Hebrew Israelite, when I came across this um, vacationing in certain cities, be in Chicago, we'd be in New Orleans, um, Florida. And then we see these brothers on the corner, um, you know, arguing and with their megaphones and everything and holding up, you know, the different postcards and flyers or whatever and beginning to bellow to uh, the passerbys about who was going to hell or not. I, I, (laughs) I began to really scratch my head because I am like, what in the world? is going on here. Um, and so I uh, immediately began to 
kind of look at the fact that this is a dangerous, a dangerous, another, a dangerous doctrine. This is dangerous. It's, 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 it's deceitful. Um, and, and I don't want to, I want to be careful not to broad brush the whole, um, the whole concept of whether or, or whether uh, uh, being a Hebrew Israelite is right or wrong, but I'm looking at some of the I'm looking at some of the aspects that um, follow this doctrine. And again, for those of you who are just tuning in, we had a guest who was supposed to be with us. Um, seems to be a, a, a issue there. So if they come on, then we'll go ahead and um, introduce her. And if not, we'll just continue where you know we'll continue with what we're doing. And maybe we'll look at that later, um, uh, that interview later. Uh, but it'll probably be a shortened episode this time because of the guests. I really want you to hear from the guests as opposed to me just going on and on. Because, I, I mean, you know, I, 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 I like, you know, on our platform, we like to keep dialogue going unless it's, unless it's purposeful uh, teaching. We have an actual lesson that we need to get to. Um, so we're waiting for the guest, and if she appears, fine. And if not, then we'll just continue. Then it'll just be a shortened episode. That's all. But as I'm dealing with the this this doctrine, um, let, me, let me go to the scripture, and I and I'll tell you why. I, let me. There's a certain scripture that the Lord impressed upon me, and I want to, uh, and I'll show you why it concerns me. And we talk about whether this is a dangerous doctrine or not. So in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, start right here in verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For verse three, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they will and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. And so when I look at the scripture here now it's 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 one thing to for those who have never been um who have never come under the truth who have never who have never uh walked in uh 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 this grace have never been exposed to the word of God. It, that's one thing. But then when we find uh, people who have heard the gospel and then they leave and begin to join these camps, now I, th- then there's a problem because I've seen and I've watched over the years those who 
were raised in the truth, who have been exposed to this gospel, and yet who have seen, I mean, we've seen the presence of God move in the house. We've seen uh, people, and I'm, and I'm speaking I'm speaking under the avenue, the umbrella in which I was raised, where we believe in the infilling of the Holy Ghost, that spirit of God with signs following, okay? Um, there are those who make a mockery of, of, of being filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues. Um, but I come from that camp where, 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 where the evidence that you were filled with the Holy Ghost was speaking in tongues. But not only that, there were signs that followed after. If you, uh, um, 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 you know, to them that believe, and there were signs to follow. If you lay hands on the sick, they will cover, or they will recover rather. Um, if you drink any deadly thing, you know, it it, it, it wouldn't harm you. Um, so we will, you know, they made a mockery of, I think it was those West Virginia saints when they talked about, uh, um, uh, when they would take up. They would take up snakes because um, they would because the, the whole the old scripture about how they would take up you know would take up serpents and, and everything um, scorpions and, and serpents. But um, that was a test a testing of you know the power that they had or whatever. I you know I, I I I probably wouldn't do it. I probably wouldn't do it. But it was something that was done. Um, <laughs> but uh, 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 but. What I'm getting at is that when I see people, my brothers and sisters, who were exposed to the truth, and we see them being bewitched by this doctrine because, because now I, I understand the lack of our pastors and teachers who, and we had a guest on where we talked about black presence in the Bible. And how our some of our pastors um, lacked um, um, teaching it on a, on a regular basis, um, whether they thought it was not necessary, whether it was they, they felt other uh, messages were more important, whatever the case, whatever the case, the fact that um, it was not presently taught, then um, as a result, um, when 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 a lot of us black Christians were confronted about this blonde haired blue eyed European gospel and we had no answers for that, then some of us became ashamed and joined other camps, Islam and now Hebrew Israelites. And so um so what I'm saying though is to and I'm speaking primarily to my brothers and sisters who had been filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm talking to you who've been filled, speaking in tongues. You, you, you've seen, you've seen the signs following, laying hands on the sick and them recovering. You, 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 you've been, you, you've been, you've been party or you've been witness to God's moving Moving in that in, in that realm and that effect, and then you still leave this gospel, this foundation, 
to go on and follow a group of people who don't even have the understanding you had. All because they talk good. Watch, look, look, look what Paul said to Timothy. He said that the time will come when there will, when they will not endure, when you won't, when you won't stay, when you won't endure sound doctrine, but will, but after their own lusts shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. So watch this. Watch this. Paul is saying there will come a point in time where not only will you not adhere to sound doctrine, but because of the lust in your heart, the desire, the desire for the thing that is not as important, not as important. Watch this, and, and I'm going to bring that in. Because of the desire of seeking the thing that is not as important, you go out looking for teachers to teach you something that wasn't even that important. And I'm talking, and I'm talking to my brothers and sisters under the umbrella of 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 of, of this Pentecostal apostolic walk I'm talking primarily to you who you leave this camp this foundation where the spirit of the Lord has poured out upon the children the power of his presence and we're in services where we feel and and feel is a Feel, feel is a wrong word. It's the wrong word because um, um, we, we, we look too much for a feeling, but we, uh, a feeling, you know, we feel something, you know, and then we, 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 we love to buck and, and shout and dance off of a feeling. But so it's the wrong word, but I can't find the word I'm really looking for. But in these services where we, where, where, where we sense the presence of God, in services where the fog in the, the, the fog, the spirit of God was so thick. And then we leave that to join camps that haven't even experienced what we have what we had. How do you do that? How? All you have to do is open up the Bible and read, and you can look at the, the uh, if you read it for yourself, you worried about whether. You worried about the, the the color of a savior? That is not that important. It's not important what color the savior was. What is important is what the savior did. It is not important at all about the color of a savior, and this is how we know that we are being bewitched. Now watch, in the last day, and remember the disciples, they asked, what is the sign of your coming in the end of the age? The very first thing that Christ said, the very first thing that Christ said, is be, let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. Yet, how many of us are being deceived 
in all kinds of ways. Whether, watch this, it, it's not the topic for today. Whether it's, well, I won't even go there. I'll say that for another day. Let me stick, let me stick with the topic on hand. Being deceived where we leave the foundation of what Christ has done to follow because of the lust of our own hearts to follow teachers who talk eloquently and, 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 and talk good that, 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 you know, it sounds good that we, that we should wear the fringes and keep the law. And Jesus, he told us in, in the word that he didn't come to get rid of, he came to fulfill it. He didn't come to get rid of the law. He came to fulfill it. But along with Christ came grace. All right, and so we have uh, we have our guest here, and so we're gonna put her up right now. We're gonna go right to her, and let me introduce to you our sister Autumn Perfect. Hey, how you doing, girl? What's up? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. All right. So we're holding it down for a minute here. We was waiting to see if uh, we had some technical difficulties, so we was waiting to see if, if you're gonna be able to make it in or not. And so you're here, and Yay. so. Okay, so how you been? I'm good. I definitely um, had to download some stuff and had to, I had some technical difficulties. Okay, yeah, 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 we understand, we understand. So, so listen, um, I'm going to um, go ahead and I'm just going to ask you a, a couple questions and just kind of let you take the floor because what, uh, one of the things that I, that I have been discussing, I was saying how, um, you know, being in the ministry early in early in, in in my ministry, I would always have the battles and those fights with those who um, were of uh, Muslim persuasion because it was always the um, um, European white man, blind head, blue eyed, you know, gospel, you know, whatever you following that mess and everything. Now, I didn't uh, um, personally. Uh, getting caught up too much in that because um, I knew enough Bible that I understood that the gospel wasn't European in the first place. Um, uh, not only that, but I also took a stance on it was not important about what color the Savior was, but rather what the Savior did. So, so I so I didn't allow that to persuade me and and and, and get me caught up. But now in these latter years, these latter years is not the, the battle that, that I that I see that I'm having now or the confrontation that I'm having now is not so much from the brothers uh, from Islam, but now these, these camps, uh, you know, from the Hebrew Israelites and how important it is, you know, to uh, know your um, I think I was talking to one brother. And I w- I'm going to actually, you know, go ahead and pass it off to you, but uh, and because I want to get your um, um, your mindset and your concept of, of this whole thing, um, and and the main thing is that I, as we've been talking about the, this issue with the Hebrew Israelites, I've always been talking to our brothers, the, you know, the brothers, the brothers, the brothers, but I've never gotten the female perspective of this issue, and so. Um, so as I'm dealing with this argument of the Hebrew Israelites and as they're trying to 
tear down um tear down uh this doctrine or or the Christianity they begin to talk about keeping of the law and and all of that and just, just, just where are you with that and for those of you who uh don't know let me introduce to you Autumn Perfect how are you just go ahead and take it away Okay. That's my nationality. Okay. So I don't consider myself black. I don't consider myself African American. I definitely go back further and I recognize that I am a Hebrew Israelite according to the Bible. But what's happening is they're throwing out that truth, but they have a whole doctrine, an underlying man made religious type of thing that goes with it. Okay. So it's like Basically, if a cat doesn't know he's a cat or a dog doesn't know he's a dog or a lion doesn't know he's a lion, and somebody comes along and says, hey, you're a cat, hey, you're a dog, hey, you're a lion, right? But then behind that, they have all of these rules and stipulations that this is what you have to do, this is what you have to follow, this is what you have to wear, this is what you have to look like. And it's like, why do I have to follow all of these things? You know what I'm saying? So they're going back into the old covenant law. And we know that according to Hebrew Israelite history, that this is the law. But the thing is, is we no longer are under those laws anymore. I I once was manipulated into believing that we had to keep certain days, keep certain um, dietary laws, keep certain things in the law. And if you did not do these things, they will tell you that the most high God is going to destroy you and God is going to condemn you if you are wearing fringes or if you aren't wearing a skirt or a dress and God is going to kill you if you aren't taking one day out the week and doing this. And um, that's basically what's going on is they're telling people one truth, but behind it they're having a whole other book of things that you have to do along with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay, so 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 now let me ask you, when did you come into okay, so you say you consider yourself a Hebrew Israelite. So when did you come into the um I guess the acknowledgement of 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 your nationality? I came into the acknowledgement of my nationality in 2016. I came across a video that broke down the curses of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And it told you that basically everything that happened to quote unquote black people in slavery is what the Bible is telling is going to happen to the children of Israel. It says that the the children of Israel are going to go into captivity on slave ships. The children of Israel are going to take out the, taking away their nationality. The children of Israel are going to be moved into a, a country where nobody knows the language and, and they're not going to remember their homeland anymore. And all of these curses in Deuteronomy 28 lined up with my ancestry. And so that's how I figured, hey, I might be a Hebrew Israelite, you know. And so what the thing is, like I said, they have these brothers out here that's telling people the truth about that. But they're also bringing them into bondage under the mm-hmm. old covenant laws that the children of Israel had 
back in that old covenant. They're not giving acknowledgement to the new covenant. It's like they're stuck in the first five books of the Bible mm-hmm. and they haven't continued to read on. It's a, hey, there's another covenant in this Bible. Mm-hmm. If you ask a lot of Hebrew Israelites, a lot of them don't even know that there are two, two covenants in the Bible. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, like, I, I like, like, I like to ask a lot of sisters because um, uh, I, I usually talk to a lot of sisters because I have a Hebrew Israelite sister page. Okay. And it's a lot of Hebrew Israelite sisters in there. We're probably up to like 7,000 sisters in that group now. Wow. And I've asked a lot of sisters like that, that are talking about, we got to keep the commandments. We got to do this. And I've asked them like, do you know there's two different covenants in the Bible? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Because a lot of these camps aren't even teaching that there are a, there's another covenant in the Bible, mm-hmm. and if you if you say something about this next, this other covenant, this new covenant under Christ, um, they do exactly what the Pharisees did when Christ was on the scene, and they challenge you with the Mosaic Law, just like they challenge Christ with the law. Um, your your disciples are picking corn on the Sabbath, and this lady was in adultery and by Moses' law she should be stoned but what do you say and they kept challenging Christ with the Mosaic law so the same thing that's going on today with a lot of Christians is these Israelites um, are challenging Christians with the law these Pharisees of the Bible so that's really what's going on now Okay, so now you, so you say that um your um um in your group you have up to almost like seven thousand sisters, um so now um and I, I want to be careful because I, I want to be careful with this because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to broad brush um that whole the whole uh, Hebrew Israelite uh you know family whatever. But I do notice that there are, um, and, and and you said it, you know, there's there's a lot of manipulation going on. So, um, so how? I want to say it right. I want I want to be careful because I I want to I want to be careful but respectful too. Um, how do you see it um, manipulating? In relation to the sisters, you know, in relation let, to the sisters, yes. Um, I mean, it was it was stemmed down from uh, a small group of men. So the ideals um, and perspectives um, come from misogyny, um, a misogynistic view of of how they should treat women. I mean, there's there's not. Christ in the doctrine. So we know as Christians, right, that we follow Christ and Christ is all about love and peace and forgiveness and merciful and all of those good things, kindness, gentleness, meekness. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. They don't know that. So they're following a doctrine that doesn't have Christ in it. So when you're following a doctrine that doesn't have Christ in it, you're going to have morals and things like that that are not Christ-like. So it's going to go and affect your household. It's 
going to affect the women that you bring into into your life. Um, if Christ is all about love and your doctrine doesn't teach about love, your doctrine is mostly a hate doctrine and hate the other nations and hate Esau and hate these people. Um, and it's all about us, the Israelites. And it's a selfish mentality. Then you're going to bring that ultimately into your household where you're having a selfish mentality against your wife or you're having not a, a loving character uh, to your wife. So I do see that a lot in the sisters group. A lot of sisters complain about their husbands and how they're treating them. The majority of sisters, if I have 7,000 sisters in this group, then I would say a vast, a large majority of them bring their problems into the sisters group. And we, we talk about a lot of these issues with um, these Hebrew Israelites and the way that they treat them. So it's not always the best outcome if you're not following Christ. Christ is all about love. Christ is all about gentleness and meekness. And they don't they don't uh, present these characteristics, mm-hmm. you know? So, of course, it's going to affect them. Okay. And other people around them. Okay. So, um, so then... Do you think that this Hebrew Israelite doctrine is a? Would you say? Would you think? Do you do you think it's a cult? I mean, Hebrew Israelites is just a nationality. Okay, but I would definitely say there are some cults in the nationality. Okay, there we go. They, they, that's and that's about that's what I was trying to pull out of you. Okay, okay. Yeah, there okay. are definitely a lot of cults in the nationality. Just like um, you could say, are black people a gang? I mean, there are gangs in the black community of mm-hmm. black people. So I wouldn't say that that black people are a gang or black people are a cult, but I would definitely say that within this nationality, there consists of a lot of cult-like activity and a lot of organizations who are following the wrong beliefs. Okay. All right. Um. So, when you're the, the sisters that you're dealing with, uh, what what ends up being the end result? I mean, do they end up staying with, um, the you know the Hebrew Israelite thing, or, or or are they like deuces? I'm out, or are they trying to find ways out? Or I mean, what what is what what is like the consensus of? Because I mean, you, like you said, you're dealing with like a, a large group, um, and I obviously I'm not trying to ask you. I'm not trying to name names and you know um and and specific situations but but you understand what I'm, I'm asking you know what what is the consensus of you know what it is you're dealing with Yeah I mean well with these sisters they know just like how I know it's no way you can run or opt out of your nationality once you know that you're an Israelite it's pretty hard to go back to just saying you're black Mhm so um, once you know your nationality, can't opt out of that. But a lot of sisters, they leave their they leave their brothers in these camps, or they come out of the um, the camp organizations. Um, they switch up their doctrine. So it's just about which organization you're a part of, which congregation you're a part of. I know a lot of sisters that are that have been in a certain camp and they've come out of that camp. Um, they, I know a lot of sisters who have dealt with certain brothers in camps and they are not, you know, uh, 
They don't like the they don't like the things. They don't like the doctrine, so they just depart from from the man. So, but even though if sisters leave these camps, they still consider themselves Israelites. They um, there are a lot of people that operate outside of camps as well. So you don't necessarily have to be in a camp to be an Israelite. So there's a lot of different um, organizations. So, like for instance, my husband was in a camp. Mm-hmm. And now he follows the gospel. He realized that that doctrine was off and that we're living in the new covenant. So he's no longer a part of that camp anymore. He's still an Israelite, mm-hmm. but he doesn't teach that doctrine. He teaches Christ now. So he's an Israelite that teaches Christ. So, so, um, so, so personally, how hard was it for for you guys to make that transition. I mean, what, or, 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 or better yet, let me ask you for this first, because you already stated that you were manipulated by that. What was it that actually happened that brought the kind of brought the enlightenment that, Hey, this is, this is not really what's up. And, and how did you make that adjustment? Testament. They never bring out um, 
the fruits of the spirit against such there is no law there is no condemnation right under Christ who walked after the spirit not after the flesh if you are led of the spirit you are not under the law all of those scriptures from the new covenant and from the new testament they kind of skip over all of those things. right so right when he started explaining that to me i'm like wow this is a better covenant this is great like Christ definitely ushered in this new covenant. He fulfilled the law. We don't right. have to be in bondage anymore and, and do these things. So all of these people out here telling you, if you don't keep these commandments, God's going to kill you and destroy you are actually in error and they're wrong. And so once you realize that and you become a follower of Christ um, in fullness, you realize that th- there are very few people who actually really follow Christ and a lot of people are being led astray. Absolutely, absolutely. So listen, um, t- tell us tell us a little more about yourself. I, I see I, I was checking out your uh, your Instagram page and I see you uh, um, um, you're a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us tell us about what you're doing. Okay, and so how do we how do we uh, uh, get in contact with you? Oh yes, right. So I have a SoundCloud. Autumn Perfect is my SoundCloud. I have a video up on YouTube right now. Um, Crash the party, Autumn Perfect. You can go ahead and look at that. You can follow me on Instagram, Autumn Perfect, and there's more coming soon. All right. So listen, um, as as we get ready to kind of wrap up, and again, let me uh, let me uh, pull your pull this back up again. I wanted to. This is Autumn Perfect, our guest Autumn Perfect. Listen, um, what is it? What what is the the last thing that you? I mean, if if you were speaking to someone who was at the cro- at a crossroad right now, male or female, whatever, and they're they're looking at um this doctrine and they're not seeing or they're not totally at peace with it. What is it that you would you know want to say to them? All right. So if somebody is looking at this doctrine and they're saying, Hey, something just doesn't feel right about this. Um, I would encourage them to read the new Testament. Um, majority of the time, a lot of these brothers um, and sisters keep you in the old Testament. First of all, that's a red flag. If somebody's keeping you only in a specific section of the Bible, right. that's a red flag. Not to say that the old covenant is, you know, worthless or pointless or we shouldn't be reading it. It's historical documents. So basically, it's it's all right to read the old covenant to see where we came from, to see what happened to us, to see what covenant we were under. Um, but continue to read. Read the New Testament and read it with a new mind and with an open heart. Um, If you take these things and you read them for yourself, um, you might be led to try to bring this to your superiors, your elders, your teachers, your deacons, your captains. All right. They they are more than likely going to give you a preset packet. All right. They are already going to have an answer for you that's going to condemn whatever you're learning. Whatever you're learning, they're going to tell you that this is not right, that you're wrong that this is what we have to follow 
and there's a guideline behind it, okay, an agenda behind it, because they learned it from their elders, and they, their elders learned it from their elders. So it's just information being passed down from man to man to man to man. So I encourage you to go and read these scriptures uh, by yourself with open eyes and an open heart, okay? And when you read these things for yourself, you ask and pray to the Most High and Christ that he give you knowledge, wisdom, and understanding because he will liberally give it to you and upbraid if not as the scripture says. So if you are truly and willing in your heart to receive the word of the Lord, then it will be open and given to you. Okay, so go and read the New Testament. Read the read Paul's letters. Read Hebrews, 1 Corinthians, Galatians, Acts. Read all of the things that happen um, uh, during and through the life of Christ and after uh, the life of Christ, even though he's still alive and well today. All right, so that's all I would want to say. And certain things will stick out to you. Um, and where certain things stick out to you, just um, pray on it and pray that the Most High... Um, give you the Holy Spirit to receive this word. And that's all I can say. If something is wrong, first of all, think about love. Is this coming out of love? Is it coming out of charity? Is it coming out of peace and meekness and long-suffering and gentleness and kindness and faith? If it doesn't consist of these things, then it might be off, okay? But if it does consist of love and peace and forgiveness and mercy and gentleness and kindness and goodness, then more than likely, then that's the Lord speaking to you and speaking through you. There it is. There it is. All right, well, I want to thank you so much for being with us, and I, I pray that um, uh, that someone did hear it, that uh, that people will share. Please share if, you, if, 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 if you're listening to the podcast, um, share. Share with your family and friends. Um, I know that uh, we started this conversation because of, um, and I said it before. I said it in an opening before you came on. I know we were dealing with some uh, some glitches here and some technical problems, but I was saying in the earlier portion that um, I've seen a lot of people leave the Christian church because the um, like black presence in the Bible was not really being taught out of the Christian church in a lot of camps. And so, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say camps. I don't want to use the word camps, but in a lot of congregations. And so it, 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 it led a lot of people to now go into these camps where now they're, they're realizing that, hey, you're the original Hebrew and, and this is what you have to do um, in, in order to be right with God. And so, again, so now you're buying into the manipulation of what it is we, you, you've been discussing here. So I want to thank you again for um, – for you know for your mind and for your experience and 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 you sharing that with us again just before we close and um we shut down give us your contact information again all right my contact information is autumn perfect on instagram my name is autumn humphreys on facebook um you can go to my soundcloud my soundcloud is autumn perfect my youtube i have a video up but another video up but my recent is up on YouTube, Crash the Party, Autumn Perfect, once again, I'm Sister Autumn, thank you for having me up here on this podcast. All right. <laughs> All right, thank you. And so we're getting ready to shut down. Um, we're getting ready to uh, uh, bring this to an end. Uh, remember, this is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast. 
And here we want to thank you again for being with us. Um, and we're going to just, just before we go, you can always contact us. Uh, we'll give you our contact information at straight truth radio, yahoo.com, the straight truth radio, yahoo.com. Also, our social media platforms, you can catch us on Facebook. We're also on Twitter and also on our YouTube page. So remember, hold on to him that is able to keep you from failing and from falling. Remember, we are not sinless, but we sin less because of him who became sin for us. So until we come back again next week, remember, stay strong, stay true. This is Straight Truth Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Cliff Kelly. We want to thank you again for our guest this evening, Autumn Perfect. And so we'll see you again next week with another episode right here on Straight Truth Radio Podcast. God bless you all. Have a great week praying for you. Stay strong. Stay true.